Well, welcome to The Journey. Uh, my name is Kevin Polke, and I am the host of The Journey. And as a general rule, um, we uh, have uh, the opportunity to have guests come on to the show and to be able to share their stories of uh, how they've had different obstacles in their life, how there's been certain setbacks in their life, and what did they do to address those obstacles and address uh, those setbacks, and what did they learn as they work through um, those setbacks. Uh, we just finished up um, a series of different individuals who came on um, as a result of um, uh, being impacted by uh, by suicide, and that uh, was in uh, in honoring um, Suicide Awareness Month, which is September. So today, I want to talk about um, a reflection um, on managing stress. I think if if nothing else is um, as a result of the pandemic is that we have probably all collectively realized that um, there is no way, excuse me, <coughs> that there's no way that we can um, adequately eliminate all the stressors in our life. Um, so I think it is to be able to identify <coughs> um, what are the things that are causing us stress, and then most importantly, how are we managing our stress level? I know that um, for me, and years ago, when I first started teaching on um, managing stress, I look back on those workshops that I did back then, and I think I focused primarily on just this raising our awareness of what was our, our physical response to stressors. And now I have come up with some other workshops that maybe go a little bit deeper into it. Um, what makes a stressor a stressor? Um, what makes a stressor for Kevin maybe different than for Bob or George or, or someone else? And I think there is a relationship between something that I identify as a stressor in relationship to what is most important to me. This idea that when something that I believe is as important to me, and that is somehow perceived as being threatened, that is when my response to that threat is when my stress goes up. It's that it's the the threat to something that I've that I view as important or I value is where um, that fight or flight kicks in. We've talked about this before that that when God created us, He created us with um, this ability to survive. Uh, the autonomic uh, nervous system is uh, is this something that is built within each and every one of us for survival, which was great when the majority of our threats were physical threats, lions, bears, uh, wolves, some type of animals like that, or it may be another group of people who would be considered an enemy. And, and this idea of being able to survive when threatened by something to either um, be able to fight back or to run away and flee. So we see something as a threat. We perceive that as a threat. And 
our body kicks in this chemical of adrenaline and cortisol and these endorphins are released so that we are able to uh, have blood rushing to our extremities so that we can either do that fight or flight. Um, our, our heart starts beating faster. Um, our breathing changes um, to, to be able to get more oxygen. And, and unfortunately, at the same time, we have a less of ability to do abstract thinking or more complex thinking. So you'll see people when they feel threatened, when they're uh, responding with that anger, that's the usually the, the fight part of the, the fleeing or the anxiety part is maybe the running, uh, the running away of that fight or flight. And that sometimes isn't when we have our best thinking. Now, the majority of time in, in our modern times is that our our threat is usually not something physical, but is usually something mental or emotional. Um, it may be something that uh, happened in the past, a fear or something happened in the future. Even though there's not a physical threat of something happening, um, our bodies still respond the same way as if it was a physical response. So you'll you'll feel the, you'll feel that uh, that energy coming up as a result of the adrenaline. Sometimes we refer to that as like uh, like butterflies in our stomach if it's before um, public speaking or before some type of event. That's really that adrenaline that is happening. So because it isn't a physical threat, then we have nothing built in to either fight or flee from, which then doesn't naturally allow the parasympathetic part of our nervous system to kick in. So the chemicals are not actually being burned off. They're just lying there waiting for something to do. Because we're trying to be socially appropriate um, of, of, and not uh, do something you know, uh, wrong with, with what we perceive as being a threat, we suppress the chemicals and they lay, they lay dormant there. So a lot of times we'll find ourselves at the end of our workday going home and not being able to relax or be present when we're at home. We desire to be able to leave work at work, but because we haven't done anything with the chemicals that were being activated while at work, um, we bring that home. So there is some key things that we can do um, it, versus just hoping or wishing that we didn't feel this way. There's six things that have been identified as ways of completing the threat response cycle um, or activating the, the parasympathetic nervous system. Um, probably the, the easiest and the most go-to, um, at least for myself, is, is the utilization of movement. It could be exercise. It could be, it could be going for a brisk walk. For me, the more that my heart rate is is engaged, is increased, and my breathing is in increased, the more likely I'm going to burn those chemicals off. 
but equally so I'm, I can go for a brisk walk, um, walking the dog and it very well may do the same thing. Again, the stressors haven't changed. It's just that I've changed. The chemicals aren't going through me at the same pace as before. Nothing physically has been, is anything different about whatever the situation is. It's just that my response to it is then different. Another thing that we can utilize is um, the, the use of some type of creativity. Um, it may be an adult coloring book. It may be um, putting, putting something together like a puzzle or some type of craft. It may be something of, of some aspect of creativity that, um, that may allow those chemicals to be burned off or directed um, away from just laying dormant. Um, the use of uh, humor or comedy is another way um, to burn off those chemicals. Uh, physical affection, um, a hug, or um, being able to allow yourself to cry, or utilizing um, deep breathing techniques, such as um, uh, box breathing or combat breathing or emotional freedom uh, techniques, such as tapping. Any one of these uh, six things are, are ways of being able to activate the parasympathetic nervous system. This is key for us to direct those chemicals and burn off those chemicals so that we have the ability to be present um, with our loved ones when we do get home um, or making sure that when some type of scenario where we perceive the, the sense of threat happens, we're able to, um, we're, we're able to complete that uh, threat response cycle or a stress response cycle and have a natural way to go into rest and digest. So I think of back when I would uh, play sports and there would be uh, uh, the adrenaline uh, to get ready for the, for the event. Um, let's say it was a football game or a wrestling match or whatever. And those chemicals would allow me to, um, uh, would allow me to be more flexible, more mobile, um, not feel the the pain uh, from the contact sports that I played, and then the activity itself burned off the burned off the chemicals, and then I was able to um, uh, rest and digest after the event was over. A natural way of utilizing. Um, my body and my mind to to go through that complete cycle. And so so because a lot of times during the day now, we're not going to be because of performance in a physical event, it's going to be something that I see either with in a relationship or financial stress, um, job stress, um, you know, some other type of, of threat or stressor. So it's really key that I intentionally after I go through whatever the event is, that I go and intentionally burn off those chemicals so that I'm more likely to be able to have a good night's sleep as well as being present with my loved ones. Again, um, I appreciate you being here and utilizing um, uh, this opportunity to, to be the best version of yourself, to be able to um, look at what science has given to us and research has given to us so that you can be um, more present for your loved one and be able to be a light in others' darkness. Again, thank you for being with me, and I look forward to being with you again next week.